The Real Estate Sessions is sponsored by AdWorks. AdWorks makes digital advertising brilliantly simple. Choose your zip code and build your brand. Enter an address and promote your listings. Or upload your list and stay top of mind with your sphere of influence. And if you go to adworks.com slash billrisser, you'll do more than just build brand awareness or nurture your network. Right now, you get to save 15% off your purchase, and I get to send 10% to the Colon Cancer Alliance, an organization that means a great deal to me. That's adworks.com slash Bill Risser. I believe I was one of the first or the first person to do 30 videos in 30 days, and there's a lot of people that have done it since, and I really encourage people to do it. By day five, all your fears are gone. You're just, you're just past the what ifs. What do I say? What if I look weird on the street holding a camera? You know, they're, they're, they're just gone. And, and really, the, the thing is, just press the upload button. Welcome to the Real Estate Sessions, where industry leaders share their stories and offer tips and advice to real estate professionals. Now your host, Bill Rissa of Fidelity National Title in Tampa, Florida. Welcome to episode 87 of the Real Estate Sessions podcast. I'm very excited because today on our audio podcast, we are going to talk a whole bunch of video. I have as a guest today, Michael Thorne from Remax Little Oak Realty up in Langley, British Columbia in the Vancouver area. And I'm so excited to have him on the show. I've watched the Mobile Agent TV episodes for a long time. Uh, I've had some of my guests talk about what Michael's doing. I know he's got some other things. He's kind of, uh, he speaks around the country does video boot camps. We're going to talk about all of that. But first, let me let me say welcome to the podcast, Michael. Thanks, Bill. Thanks for having me. So one of the great things about British Columbia for me is it's where my wife and I spent our honeymoon. Okay. Yeah, we started in BC, believe it or not. Where Whereabouts? So we were at Vancouver? Yeah, we were at Stanley Park. Uh, the the, nice. the W just across the, the bay from Stanley Park, I guess. Where, where I proposed to my wife in Stanley Park. Oh, beautiful. Yeah, well, yeah. that's where our honeymoon started. We ended up driving uh, into a little community called Kamloops to spend the night. I got to be honest, yep. in 1987, it was a little scary, the hotel we stayed in. because <laughs> <laughs> We're trying to get to Banff in Lake Louise and then yes. <laughs> on to Calgary and Edmonton. We did a whole tour yeah. of Western Canada in the summertime, and it was absolutely gorgeous country. So Yeah, I'm, I'm fortunate to call this place home for sure. Right. Do me a favor, just for the people listening, give them like a little sense of, of Langley, the area you're in. You're, would you call it a suburb of Vancouver? Absolutely, yeah. Um, more and more a suburb of Vancouver. Um, about 35, 40 minutes east of uh, the amazing city of Vancouver. Although, if you do know the region, everything is east of Vancouver because we have the, uh, the ocean on the west side, the U.S. border below us, and then the North Shore Mountains above us. So, when someone says I'm... 35 minutes outside of Vancouver, you know exactly where they are, unlike a lot of cities that, you know, 35 could be in multiple directions. Um, so it, just a, an amazing um, city Vancouver is, and, and we're definitely a suburb of it. But we got enough country where we are uh, that we can, we can partake in that. We're not that far away from the ski hills or from, uh, from the ocean, and then, uh, and then the city too as well. All right. During a, a chat where you and I were having this past weekend, I you were watching in the stands at a youth hockey game. Am I right? That's right. I, I, it's my second home. Yeah, you mentioned that. And I want to talk about that for a second because there'll definitely be a few people listening to this podcast who are kind of unfamiliar with what hockey means in Canada. Um, you yeah. know, because we have the NHL here and, you know, sure, we, we're big hockey fans in the States. Not really. Explain the difference there. 
Well, I think the difference is 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 a lot. I mean, it, you look at the U.S. and you have basketball fans, and you have football fans, and you have baseball fans, and you you have hockey fans, and we have hockey. I mean, it's just it's what we've always you know um, identified with. Uh, the vast majority of the country, not here, um, you can skate outside for three or four months uh, out of the year in outdoor rinks. Um, so it's just it's just in it's just in our blood. Uh, I, I never got to play hockey as a kid. I was a farm boy, and um, you know I had to put my uh, time in on the farm in the mornings. But uh, it's uh, it's a it's a culture of its own, you know, <laughs> and and you spend a lot of time with uh, with 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 people in the stands, at the at the hockey rink. My both my boys, I mean, my youngest boy is just turned eight, and you know he's on the ice before school at five thirty in the morning. So, um, it's it's serious. Yeah, that's how old is your oldest? <laughs> my oldest just uh, is uh, just about to be eleven. Okay, and and so yeah. for both of them, it's just a it's a passion. It's just a way of life, right? Yeah, it's just it's just what they do. Um, you know, we have a we have a indoor little rink upstairs in our games room. We converted that, brought in a company that puts down gymnasium floors, and we put a little rink down there. If they're not up there playing hockey, they're out in the street with their buddies playing hockey. Uh, if they're not there, they're watching hockey. It's just uh, and, and and that's a typical Canadian kid. That's great. So you said you grew up on a farm. Were you in BC? Was it just kind of a little further out? No, I. I, I was born and raised where I am. Uh, when I uh, where where I live now, uh, when I was a kid, there was one elementary school, and I was in a grade one, two, three split class of about 13, 14 kids. So it was a little farmy town. And now in that same little area, there'd be 57,000 people. Uh, it has changed dramatically uh, in a, in the short period of time, um, uh, you know, that I've been here. Um, and uh, I still love this town. Uh, so so very much. It's really at the core of my why of why I do what I do, um, and uh, we 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 try to and we'll get into video. But one of the best ways we use video is to celebrate our community, and um, it's where I decided to have my career, uh, 25 years now, and um, to raise uh, to raise our kids at. So uh, I I I love this town, but it looks nothing like it did when I was a kid. I wonder if you've ever used those posts. I hear some other people talking about the, uh, do you remember when's? Because my guess is there's lots of things you can do for the people that have been there as long as you have, where you can remember when this was. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, 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 and it's funny for, for someone like me to say that too, because, uh, you know, we're typically saying that to someone older than me. I remember when, and, and I know that they weren't here at that time, you know, when there was only like, you know, 20 families, I know who they were. And so when you hear someone in their, in their early forties saying, Oh, I remember when this place was different, uh, you know, and, and a lot of people came much after uh, sort of, you know, I, my, my childhood, but uh, uh, it's certainly changed uh, a ton and, and somehow for the better, not maybe for the better, but uh, for the same, it's still an amazing place to call home. Right. So you, you uh, went to high school there in Langley and you attended university in British Columbia as well. Yeah, uh, a first graduating class of the high school that was in my town. I had to go to a different high school because we didn't have one. And uh, they built it, and uh, I was the first grad class uh, uh, there. Uh, and then I went off and did some uh, marketing and uh, business studies at university. And then, um, well, even before then, I went and got my real estate license before I did my university stuff because uh, I got into this a little, a, a little earlier than most people do. 
Yeah, I, I we we talked about this. I've had, I think I've had eighty five interviews, and you're the third person who knew you were going to be a realtor way early in life. How old were you when you had already picked out your career? Fifteen. Fifteen. I, I, it so so much so, Bill, that. Within months, I was a personal assistant at a real estate office, the same real estate office that I eventually, when I got my license, I spent my first 18 years as an agent uh, with. Uh, I knew I knew right away. Um, and I was always sort of driven business career-wise. Uh, before that, um, I wanted to be an airline attendant. And I convinced my mom to sign me up for French immersion in grade five I convinced her that in grade six, it's called late immersion here, and you start in grade six, uh, that to enroll me in, in French immersion, because having a second language would benefit me in my pursuit of becoming an airline attendant. And so my mom made me sleep out uh, overnight outside the elementary school to line up to to, to become one of the people that, that got admitted into the program. Um, and so that was, you know, in grade six, I was already making sort of career decisions. And then um, I found out what real estate was. Uh, my my mom decided to become a real estate agent, and I asked her what it was, and um, she explained it, uh, what it was, and I and I instantly knew that was for me. And um, and and it, that's it's been well 30 years, 30 years that uh, 25 years as an agent and five years as a, as an assistant or four years as an assistant, and, and I was. Absolutely right at 15. This was the right decision for me. Wow. Well, that's just great. And especially, I, I, I love the fact that you've had, you had this passion for this career that you were going to do and you got to do it where you grew up and where you love. And, and we're going to see as we, as we kind of walk down your, your journey that you have, you really do celebrate Langley in almost everything you do. And that, that's just awesome to see. So I can't imagine anybody um, really holding up very well against you in a listing presentation. Am I right there? Well, I mean, we're in a very, very competitive market, and 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 one of the things that's so great about this business is that I'm not for everyone, you know, and and every agent isn't for every client, and not every client is for that agent, and and there's just so much business to go around. I have the pleasure of working with some really amazing um, uh, professionals, not only my team members who are amazing, um, but but just the people in the industry. Um, there, there's, there's so much great business to go around and, and there's different personalities of, of agents, which match with different per personalities of, of clients. And I, and, and we'll get into video, but I think that's one of the huge big wins of video is people get to know whether you're a good fit or not a good fit prior to meeting you, which is, which is super, super beneficial. Right. But I'm in an odd thing in the real estate industry, maybe not in my community as much, but in the real estate industry, someone who remembers the way it used to be and still gets painted with the young techie brush, right? And it's, uh, I, there's not, there can't be that many of us that remember the catalog, um, you know, sort of pre-digital, pre pre, you know, pre-email in this business. And then still when I go out and I talk, I get a lot of people, cause I get to talk about social media and video and, and technology when I'm out speaking. And then I get, yeah, but you're a young techie guy. And then I have to say to him, no, remember, I told you I've been in this business for 25 years, long before the fax machine came along. And um, so I think I'm sort of in a rarity there too, as well. Right. I, I wanted to actually ask you about that because doing some basic math, you're you're probably in your mid twenties as the internet kind of starts to open up. And you probably remember those first sites, whether it was front page or something really goofy and ugly to get a-, a Yeah, my, 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 my buddy had a band and he had a GeoCities 
um, a web website, which was like way, way, way back. Yeah, I mean, um, I think my very first email I sent was like 94. So I was already an agent, uh, you know, uh, uh, Windows 95 came along and really started to open up the internet. Um, I think we had our first website like in 97 and we were like super crazy early adopters um, to having a website. And back then a website was just basically a static business card. Really, that's all it could be. You, you know, you weren't having any sort of interaction. You certainly weren't having multimedia because everything every, it was still we're talking about dial up. Um, you know, I had, uh, I had a pager at the beginning of my career, uh, and then the cell phone didn't come along to like 97. Um, so all that has changed just so dramatically and it's changing, it's changing quicker and quicker and it, it's good that, that will continue. And so there's, there's a lot of agents out there, no matter what age you are, who, who, who see this industry as one of two things, you know, we're walking into the best of times and the good times are over. And, and I'm in the firm belief that we are walking into the best of times. Um, I, I just see so much opportunity in change. Um, you know, a lot of people don't see it that way, but um, those that do, um, there's some huge wins out there for you. Yeah, so playing playing along on that timeline, <clears throat> you're, when social kind of hits the scene, you're probably now, we're, or I'm gonna kind of age you up into your early 30s, you know, maybe yeah. that starts hitting. And so you still have that, um, that advantage. I, I like to call it, you know, the, the average aged realtor is probably in, in their fifties in Canada, much like here in the States. Mm -hmm. So here yep. you are, you're in your twenties when the internet hits, you're in your early thirties when social hits the scene. So you really had this, I would call it a little bit, not a little bit, an advantage uh, to yeah, be younger I, and, and really grasp the power. Right. Yeah. I, I think, I think uh, an advantage on a couple things, Bill, uh, um, Fortunate enough to start my business amongst the, the the lack of change era, and that and that allowed me to focus on, you know, the things that are still super important today in this industry, um, relationships, face to face, um, all those things, negotiations, all those things that 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 agents were able to get world class at because there was this lack of constant change, and so I had that stuff down pat when change came up. And so I only saw change as an opportunity to build off the foundation that I'd already built, you know, for the previous seven, 10 years. And um, so then I could start adding stuff onto. I can see new agents, especially older agents that are new to the industry, not only having to tack, tackle marketing in the social world for the first time, potentially, depending on what career they came from, but then the belly to belly, you know, the negotiations, uh, the relationships. All that at once, um, I can only imagine could be overwhelming. So as paperless came along, even as early as it did, we've been paperless for a, a really long time, 10 years or so, um, back when it was difficult. But it was easy because we were just adding one piece at a time. And so when the iPad came along, it was easy to adapt. Or when you know DocuSign comes along, that's easy, one piece at a time. You look at all the stuff that we do, our team does, in the way we market. And you try to take that all in at once. That's that that's a monumental task. Um, so I think very very fortunate to to sort of come along and build a foundation and then have things change. And like you said, to be young enough to be excited by the change or to be 
um, somewhat, you know, accepting of the change. Right. And, uh, you know, I, I just see it differently. I see the, some younger agents now that it's just, it's a piece of cake for them. Um, so, but I do see a lot of older veteran agents that are, that are rocking tech and social too, as well. Um, that's just a huge opportunity that didn't exist when I got in the business. The only opportunities I had was door knocking, cold calling, open houses. And those are the same three that everyone else ever had. And so when things like YouTube comes along, that's, that's a way to do something different than, than other people are doing or, you know, Instagram or blogging, you know, they, these were never options for me in the first chunk of, you know, of, of my career. Right. Um, and um, so it's exciting times. Let's go back to YouTube. Let's talk about that. I can't imagine. Um, I, I know what I did with, I did a video um, <laughs> blog back in 2010 and you were on YouTube even before then. Tell me what it was like, the early days of video when you first realized, wow, what an opportunity. What what was the equipment you were using? Um, oh, a webcam. Of, okay, a webcam on a computer, right? A webcam on a computer and screen capturing my my screen as as the recording of it. Don't know why. Had no understanding of editing. And because of that, I would try to nail like a two-minute and 30-second market update or whatever I was doing at the time in a take. Like I, I just didn't have the the knowledge that I do now, and the, you know Jesse Peters and I, um, you know, go around and we teach, you know, we teach these boot camps. The reality of of video with editing is all you have to do is sound coherent for about 10, 15 seconds in a row. <laughs> editing will take care of the rest of it. But I was so I just knew there was something there that was going to 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 be different. And so it started off really, really, really rough. But the the aha moment was um, uh, April 5th, 2012. Such an aha moment that I know when it happened. Um, we started this um, Facebook or online presence known as My North Landley. It was we were trying to build the water cooler or the town square for 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 our community, which we have now. It's we're coming up our sixth anniversary. But for our first anniversary, I thought wouldn't it be cool if we did 30 videos in 30 days of our 30 favorite places um, around North Langley. And it was iPhone video, 45 seconds long. We weren't going into if it was a business, we weren't going into the business. We're just saying Hey, it's Michael Thorne from My North Langley. On here's day number six of our favorite 30 places. We're standing outside Wendell's Coffee Shop. They make an unbelievable latte. Join us tomorrow for day number seven. Like it was just that simple. And on day number five, started getting like stopped and talked to about the video series. Like, oh my goodness, we're watching and it's so great. Is this place gonna be on there? And not like once, but like multiple times going to the grocery store was like an inconvenience for my wife to come with me. You know, that sort of an experience. Wow. And it was in that moment where I had all this previous time as an agent where none of the door knocking I had ever done or none of the flyers I ever dropped or none of my bus bench ads ever had like an immediate five days in, stop me on the street, I want to talk to you type reaction or benefit or ORUI or ROI or how you want to say it. And it was in that moment when I went, ah, this is different. This is this is unlike anything we've done before. And it really comes down to that ad, that sort of that thought process. I mean, it's the soap opera has sort of come and gone from television, but you know, you would hear people talk about the characters on soap operas as if they were real and as if they knew them. And it's in that video that people feel different. People come up to me in the community all the time and start a conversation with me. And then they apologize. They go, oh, that's right. We have never actually met before. 
and it's because video is different than anything else we do um, and so it was that it was it was early 2012 and we decided as a team that we were we were all in yeah, you were with Remax at this time, correct? You'd already you, you mentioned you. Yeah, started. I meant Remax by I meant Remax by then. Uh, I think we move over in 2012, the beginning of 2012, maybe fall of 2011. It goes by so quick, but yeah, I'm I'm in Remax by then. And so shortly thereafter, when you see the success there, is this what then kind of gives birth to Mobile Agent TV with David back in Jersey? Yeah, I yeah, I I think I think well the the that story is interesting too. It was. Uh, it's one of these things in life. Uh, I've, I'm, I think what was it? The your 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 biggest strength is also your biggest weakness. My biggest strength is curiosity. I'm just a, a, I'm not curious person, and and my weakness is is curiosity that I can kind of get off and looking for the new thing or or what would this be like? And that's why I have an amazing support team around me. Jordan, one of my one of my team members, uh, or my partners, um, is the person on my and on, on on the team that sort of has to you know rein me back in. But but it's, it's curiosity that's got to where we are. So we were on a call. I was asked to go down and speak at the Remax convention in uh, Vegas, and I was going to be on a uh, a panel with just myself and a guy named Dave out of New Jersey who I'd never met before. And so we were doing a pre-conference interview with another guy, Kevin Northrup, Northrup, out of Remax, and he said just an offhand comment. He says the two of you guys need a TV show. Dave and I got along immediately and he said, you two need a TV show. And I went, oh, that's a weird thing to say. And so we got on another call about a week later and Kevin made the same comment. And I picked up the phone and I said, Dave, what do you think? We were on the air before Dave and I had ever met in person. Wow. It was just one of those ones that we thought, what if, you know, if we did five episodes and it didn't go anywhere, what a great experience. We probably learned something. We had a couple laughs. Um, and it's been five, <laughs> five years we've been doing the show. So um, it's just one of those ones. You, you don't know until you do something. You don't know. I'm just not scared to, to have something sort of fall apart in my hands. Um, you know, and so you, you do have some of those wins. And Dave and I had sort of immediate chemistry. And I was super interested in interviewing, as you are some of the best people are in industry so I could help my own business. I mean, almost selfishly, I learn things from the people, you know, we get to ask questions of. And so, um, you know, it was easy, you know, Google Hangout had come along by then. Um, and so you could record it and you could, you could have it, you know, on air, uh, you would no really editing, you could bring in guests from anywhere in the world. Um, and so it's been a, that's been a super fun adventure. Talk about the dedication required to do that show every week for as long as you've done it. I know you, you take breaks at the holidays, which I applaud. <laughs> yeah, we take, we take breaks at the holidays and then we find um, our springs are pretty tough to book. Um, Dave and I both had like super busy careers. Uh, we're both on, 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 on great teams and it's almost like that. And, and I know it's for per, perhaps for you too as well. It's not the show. The show is easy to do because the show is just having a conversation. Right. It's the booking the guest, coordinating that, doing the slight promo because we go live. So we want to have a live audience. It's just not recorded and uploaded. Um, you know, so it's letting people know, getting that information out. I do a video before every episode saying here was the episodes about. We promote it that way. Mm -hmm. um, that's where the effort comes in. Um, 
And so you kind of have to, you, we kind of go on these like eight episodes in a row spurs and then we take a breath and we, and we do, you know, a vacation with the family. And Dave always has a summer Christmas where he's gone for a couple of weeks uh, with his family and, and, and off relaxing. So we take all of December off. Um, so we, 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 it is a passion project. Um, it isn't as regular as we'd like it to be. Um, but, um, I think we have 105 episodes, 106 episodes now, um, you know, an hour a piece. So it's been, uh, it's been fun and, and, and live streaming is, um, just, just getting started. Yeah. Well, I, I'll get to that. I wanted to, wanted to talk about one thing you, you do really well because, you know, before, we had this conversation. I kind of peek around and see what I can find. And, and I love the way, and, and I talk about this to the realtors that I try to help. Right. So in my role with Fidelity national title, I try to, you know, learn from really smart people like you and bring that knowledge to the realtors that are trying to do those kinds of things. And yeah. There are some people that will never do the things that you do. And there, there are a few that love it and can embrace it and can really do wonderful things. And I think, when you do your boot camps, you probably find that, right? That some um, probably won't get there, but there's always a few that you just go, oh my gosh, these people are going to be great. Is that true? And and, and, we, and we've had a lot of those. The, the, the nice thing about the boot camps is they're super small groups, a maximum sort of 50 or 60 people. You know, um, Jesse and I have a break-even point to put on the events, so the, there's some money for the tickets. And because of that, the people that are in that that setting – have already had some sense of buy-in, right? You're not just at a conference where they just stumble into your room. Right. You know, they've taken the weekend, two days. So it's 16 hours of training. Like it's two full days. You've come in from out of town, you're staying at a hotel. Just having that amount of buy-in really changes the student. Yeah. And I, I, think, I think we are at the point or past the point where people understand video is powerful. It's just... Now what? And when I first started doing video, I didn't have people to bounce ideas off of like I do now with a Jesse Peters or, you know, if you're a Remax agent, the Remax Play um, Facebook group. Um, I didn't have places. Other people weren't doing it. I couldn't just pick up the phone and call Marguerite Jaguer and say, hey, what are you doing? How are you doing it? What's what's the benefit there? And now I can. We're in a world now where you can just reach out to someone who's doing something that you think is interesting and say, how are you doing it? And so, yeah, there's some people that aren't going to get it, but at this point, I don't think everyone should be on, 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 on camera. I, I, I think, I think the one thing we have to do, regardless of the industry you're in is find out what you're good at and, and spend a lot more time doing that than, than trying to work on the things that you're not so great at. And so, so, I'm on a team with two other amazing agents, three different, three incredibly different personalities, which allows Jordan to do more of the stuff that I don't like to do. And I can take that, you know, the stuff that she doesn't like to do off her plate. And so if you are an amazing person at the written word, you should be blogging. If you're amazing at taking photography and telling stories, you know, Instagram might be your, 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 your channel video just sort of works for me. And, and so that I've gone all in there and there's a lot of people like me who, who, who think that I've got the personality for video or I've got the passion for it. Um, and, and just don't know where to start because I think if you have passion for it, whether it's the written word or with video, you're, you're apt to do it more often, right? You're going to do it more often. You're going to do it with a bit more passion. You're going to be a little bit more creative. And so it's really sort of understanding what your strengths are and what you're good at. 
and stop being round, well-rounded as you know, I, my parents really wanted me to be, but I'm never going to be a good speller now, Bill. I'm in my early 40s. It's not going to happen. <laughs> I love that. Well, that's, you're you are a sought-after speaker, and you've been you've been all around the country, you know, presenting at yeah. conferences and talking different groups. Do you remember your first gig? Do you remember how it went? Well, I I, I well I I don't know how much time you got. <laughs> I I grew up I grew up in the 4-H program. And so I spent a lot of time public speaking as a teenager. I, I spoke at the United Nations as a 15-year-old. Wow. Um, uh, and uh, we went to the White House as a 16-year-old. And um, and so that part of it was, I was comfortable um, in, in front of, you know, a medium or small group. Um, when I moved to Remax, I moved to, a, to a, an amazing brokerage, Little Oak, that's like super, like, Training, 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 training. I think they do two training sessions a week. They bring in people. They have their own agents train other of their own agents. Like this guy's really good at the foreclosure business or this really good guy's good at CMA. Let's help each other, right? That's We come from a really amazing brokerage culture. And so when I moved to Remax, um, Ray Yakena, my broker, knew that we were doing some pretty you know, cutting edge or pushing the envelope. We were paperless back then and the iPad had just come out. And so uh, <laughs> my son just walked in, my son just walked into the, into the room dancing like the girl from the BBC interview <laughs> it, that comes in. I don't know if you saw that on I Facebook. Know, <laughs> he just came in with his arms marching and then my wife just screamed into the room and pretended to drag him off. That's the, that's the household we live in. Um, I love it. I love so, it. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, so Ray said, you know, can you, would you do a session on, 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 on the iPad? In fact, you know what? It's on YouTube. That was my very first training session. I think it's got like 10,000 views. The, the, the information and the technology that I show in there is not relevant whatsoever anymore. So don't watch it looking <laughs> for any takeaways. That was four years ago, but that was like, so the first time I stood in front of realtors and sort of spoke um, and then from that, I don't know how I got down to speak with with Dave down at R4, but Ray must have said something to somebody. But I ended up, um, you know, in front of a, a thousand people or so down in Vegas uh, where Dave and I did that. And then it just slowly built off of that. Um, there's nothing I do, nothing I talk about on stage um, at a conference that 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 isn't what I'm doing in my business and in the real estate business. I, and we can go on tangent after tangent. I think we need more and more in our industry. We need to hear from a actual agents actually doing what they're actually teaching. I, I do love a polished speaker. I do love the motivational side of it. I do love a, a, a really good presenter, but I would take a mediocre speaker that would help me improve the way I do a comparative market analysis or a listing presentation, you know, that one nugget. And the fact that 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 people are doing, are out with the buyers and sellers every single day uh, doing what we do, it, it, it makes a difference. And I think one of the big wins about the video boot camps that Jesse and I do is this isn't someone saying spend eight hour days creating video. This is two productive agents that are, are successful because of video and we'll teach you how you do it. And so I, I think um, I think that's what it is. So whether I'm talking about video or social or tech, it's just stuff that we are doing and what I'm seeing in the marketplace and, and where I'm seeing sort of the culture shift and how it's impacting the real estate industry. And I have that perspective coming from, you know, pre pre sort of digital MLS, pre, you know, 
websites, I, I can see the shifts coming and, and I, and I like the shifts. And so when I get on stage and talk about that sort of stuff, well, I rambled on, but yeah, I think that was probably my first gig back there on how to use an iPad. If you type in iPad, Michael Thorne, you'll probably find it on YouTube from about four years ago. Um, be watching for a few more views. <laughs> it's not relevant information. That's good. Let me um let's let's get specific uh, for for people listening sure. to the podcast. You mentioned that person who really thinks video is their thing. They're not afraid to be in front of the camera. They like uh, to. They're slightly techy enough to play with the basic editing they're going to need to do. What's what's your advice? What do you say to somebody like that that maybe approaches you or sends you an email because they've seen you? talk or saw your show what do you how do they how do they get started you know it's it's really for a lot of people it's 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 the upload button where people really like fall short of just clicking the upload button i think the moment that you create any type of content and you put it out there and your worst fears don't happen and they never happen by the way no one cares the fact that your hair wasn't perfect only you. Um, and so when you put it up there and you realize the world doesn't come to an end, then there's some, there's this breathing room. And and so I believe I was one of the first or the first person to do 30 videos in 30 days. And there's a lot of people that have done it since. And I really encourage people to do it by day five, all your fears are gone. You're just, you're just past the what ifs. What do I say? What if I look weird on the street holding a camera? You know, they're 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 just gone. And and really the the thing is, just press the upload button. The other thing too is we're looking for this magical content. The reality is, your your public doesn't see the the potential consumers out there don't see what you find boring about your day to day job boring. They're so desperate for that information. If you're going to create some information about what the process is like to buy or sell. So, you know, what are condo fees, right? So in the States, I think they're called, are they called condo fees? We call HOA. Fees. Maybe HOA. HOA. Yeah. So like, what is that? So in Canada or where I am in my strata fees include the house insurance. So just explaining this, this is what a strata fee here, here it goes to, it includes your house insurance. You know, that's very boring for us as agents. It is exactly what the potential buyers are looking for online. It's what they need to know. They need to know what is it like to be in a multiple offer. They need to know what the financing process is like. They need to know how do I hire a good inspector. So all the stuff that you already know is a ton of content. And then you have your community for a ton of content. I mean, your community is just endless content. Uh, and then then you have like your, obviously your listings. <laughs> you know, there's content there and, and all the other things that you're doing to market uh, properties. Um, but I just think, I just don't think, you know, people, the basic editing is a big hurdle. So when we're doing the boot camps and we're teaching just basic editing, it really gets people, you know, and that's why live becomes more and more popular is because there is no editing. Um, but it is the upload button, Bill. It's, it's, it's you doing your podcast for the first episode and now you just press record and you go. You thought, you, you thought about it and thought about it and thought about it and thought about it and you finally did your first episode and now episode 87, you didn't blink an eye. And you just went and, and it's just anything. It just becomes habit. You get good at it. Yeah. Practice. Do it. You're right. We have this idea that we can read a book. We can read a book and become a good skier. Or if I just watch another YouTube video, I'll become a good skier. 
No, you got to go on there. You got to strap them on. You got to go down the bunny hill. You got to fall. Like that's the only way to do it. This idea that we can read ourselves into becoming good on video or YouTube watch ourselves into great content. That's not going to happen. You got to get out there. You got to make mistakes. My first videos, your first videos are still online. They're horrible. Yep. And, and it's just becomes, a, and here's the thing is video is going to become a bigger and bigger part of the real estate industry. And if the learning curve is the same for you as the competitors in your marketplace, go through your learning curve now so that when your computer, competitors start doing their learning curve, you're already creating great content, but, but you're not going to read yourself into getting good at this. You have to go in there. You have to do it. And here's what's going to happen. Even your bad content is going to be, like I realized on April 5th, 2012, impactful content, better content than anything else you've produced in your marketing materials video will be. And so um, it's very easy with an iPhone, you know, barrier to entry now, cost of entry into video is nothing. Your phone is fantastic. Uh, you know, uh, bandwidth is much higher now than it used to be. Um, you've got everything you need in, in, you know, editing software now is 300 bucks. It used to be millions and so you know there's really no barrier to entry there's no cost to entry to, to creating content um it's just execution it's just doing it yeah can you can you share with us some of your favorite uh tools today you kind of you hit on things that definitely the phone is plenty enough camera for most people um, yeah. are you a fan of some of the apps out there that that allow some of the editing to happen on the mobile device or do you kind of play in a different space you'd rather do that on a desktop, what's your take? Yeah, I, 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 I editing's a, editing and, and camera equipment is a graduation process. I have, I don't know, I hope my wife's not listening, $15,000 of video equipment now. Okay. Um, and because there's an ROI on it. Yep. But we shot our first listing videos on an iPhone with a widescreen, uh, like a wide angle clip on lens on the, on, the on the front of it. And I edited it on my iPad. And like, like we got picked up by like blog posts, like real estate blog posts going, how did you do that? And, and so, and, and editing software is the same way. Start with iMovie, start with Movie Maker, learn how to fade in from black, learn how to cut out that one little mistake, put a little music on the background and fade back to black and upload. And once you've maximized iMovie out, you'll move over to, you know, like a screen flow or, or you know, those sort of mid-level uh, editing platforms out there. And you can start doing things like, you know, color correction. Um, you can add some more titles. You can, you can do some different transitions. You know, you can break apart the audio. You can get good at some editing techniques. And then once you've maxed that out, you'll move on. But if I just dump a new person into Premiere Pro, they'll look at the screen like I did. Like it just made no sense to me. And equipment's the same thing. We started off with our iPhone and we realized, oh, this is this is going well. Let's get a better microphone. So we needed, you know, we went to a DSLR where we could have an external microphone and then we upgraded our lenses and then we got a slider. And but still to this day, with all that equipment, I still my number one camera is my iPhone. It's still the used the most in a bomb bomb application. That's where I use the vast majority of, of, of our video. And, and the reality is the vast majority of our video isn't seen by anyone, not anyone, but there's no permanent record because we're dark posting, we're Facebook dark posting the vast majority of, of, of our video to a particular audience. And and the the win with bomb bomb is I'm speaking to one person. And so I can say, hey Bill, it's Michael. That changes the video. 
and then if you're speaking to only 400 residents of a you know a little community and you're speaking directly to them and you're isolating them on a Facebook ad and you're targeting them directly your speech changes which which makes the message resonate more with them uh, and so you know there's there's mass consumption video out there your evergreen you know this is why I'm a realtor here's the value of our team those sort of evergreen website or uh, website videos and then there's the videos that sort of come and go in a moment the the bomb bomb videos or the promotion for a, a local elementary school fundraiser once that fundraiser comes and gone that, that that video has expired and so you know there's a place for all of it um but your your iphone is all the camera you need to do a whole lot of damage um when it comes to marketing you, you mentioned bomb bomb i'm a huge fan as well and uh, yeah. do, do you use it for drip campaigns as at all or is it pretty much the one-off conversations which is kind of your product? that's that, that's the biggest value is the one-off conversations okay. um it, it's the biggest time saver um so a lot of people are like how do you add bomb bomb into your into your business and, and i'm like because i just updated my buyers on exactly what's happening in the in the in the in the negotiation process, and they're both at work. For me to sit down and 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 type out um, what's happening exactly what's happening in the negotiations without having it being misconstrued because it's in text would take me an en enormous amount of time. Versus just opening up the phone and saying, "Hey, hey, Bill and June, it's Michael. Here's where we are with the, you know, the contract. We've just got a counter offer. I know it's not where we want to be, but here's what's happening, and here's the next steps." That is much quicker, and it's being conveyed with all the emotions that happen in our industry. You know, real estate's an extremely emotional business, and 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 whether you intend to convey your emotions in the video or not, it happens, and so. You know, when things are not aren't going well, your buyers can actually sense that you're that you understand that they're not going well. Or when they are going well, you're 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 you know you're celebrating with them. It's things that text and and email can't ever portray, no matter how articulate you are. And so for me, it's really about saving time. It's about having a better experience. But there's so many win-wins in our industry now, and Bomb Bomb is 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 definitely one of them. I use their landing pages to do our coming soon campaigns uh, that have automatic resenders. Um, we do dark posts. Um, you know, coming soon campaigns and and new listing stuff, all that's automated through Bomb Bomb. And now I don't know if you're familiar, um, Bill, but Prompt is out now, which is just a, an absolute home run of a product uh, through Bomb Bomb that that really alleviates the two big issues with video is what do I say and when do I say that? And um, I'm just a huge, huge fan of it. Their Gmail plugin is amazing, so I respond to the vast majority of my emails that come in in a written form, they go out as a video. I can just sit here and plug them out at in in you know in in, in quick order. Um, it's just it's it's the biggest win, and and video of all kinds are, but that's my main video source. The the vast majority of the videos I create is through Bomba. I know you helped Sue Benson down in Naples, Florida. <laughs> I don't know if I helped her. I don't know if I helped her. She that 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 lady inspires me a whole lot. She is awesome, and I'm I'm a just a couple hours north of her now in my new home in St. Petersburg, Florida. But uh, so I will get to sit down and have a cup of coffee with her. But I, I wanted to uh, ask if, if I don't want to put you on the spot, but yeah. are there some other agents around the country that you wouldn't mind you know throwing out their names today so people could check them out and see what they're doing? Oh my playing with that absolutely sure yeah there's there, there's there, there, there's a lot of great agents doing some stuff uh jesse peters is is phenomenal the stuff he does um he, we're we're 
like brothers that didn't know uh, we were doing the same thing. He does a lot of community video. He's the he is so incredibly talented in his listing videos. Like on camera, he is unbelievable. Uh, Jesse Peters out of Winnipeg is phenomenal. Adam Cooper back east in Halifax is doing a lot of really, really great, interesting stuff. Um, uh, Garrett Hunt, I believe. Is it Garrett Hunt? Uh, they um, live in Everett. If you go to live, it, live in Everett, uh, they're, they're down in Washington State. They're doing some great stuff. Obviously, Marguerite and Anne are, 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 are fantastic. Oh, my goodness. There's so many great people doing uh some cool stuff uh you know obviously a big fan of of what raj is doing um he, raj kazar does great stuff uh sue benson's a great person to follow especially the way she's she's leveraging um live video um kristen stavos is 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 an agent she's a relatively new agent i think she's been in it for four years um she took her video boot camp like four months ago and i knew i knew like I had met her like a month before the boot camp, and she was actually the one that like convinced Jesse and I to come down and do it in Seattle. She, uh, she's just tearing it up with video. I mean, just phenomenal to see someone go from zero to 100 miles an hour in a very short period of time. Oh, Bill, there's a thousand people I'm, I'm leaving off the off 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 the list, but uh, there's some <laughs> there's some great agents. There's a lot of and it's there's more and more and more. And here's the thing about it everyone's doing it so differently. You know, there's not like it's, this is the one way to hold an open house. I mean, there's just, I mean, I can't do what Jesse does. I can't do what Sue Benson does. I would just, that's not me. And so I get to do my thing. And, and, and so, you know, the great thing about video, if you're the boring stats guy, then do the boring stats guy videos and you'll, you'll attract boring stat guy clients and you'll be happy because of it. You know, and so, you know, the type of clients that Jesse Peters attracts are the people that Jesse wants to work with and Sue's the same way. There are definitely people that see Sue Benson's videos and say, that's not the agent for me. And that is a phenomenal thing because there's someone going, that's my agent. And so to have this content out there that can pre-qualify a potential consumer like a bus badge ad can't do, that's the home run. Why find out, you know, three weeks into a relationship that you're not a good fit, you know, and, and it comes back to my own marketplace. There are so many great agent, great, great agents here and they're all attract a different type of consumer and that's fine, you know, and uh, um, that's the power of video. Can I send you a list like, like in two days of all the amazing agents? I'm missing a thousand people. Yeah. If you want to do that, I'd love to have it. I'll yeah. make sure we get it in the notes so that people yeah. can find that. That's great. I'm well, look, spot I I'll get, I'll, I'll get a text message from somebody or a Facebook message. <laughs> I've had you on the, on the line here quite a while. I know it's probably dinner time uh, with our time differences. So I, I can talk video. I told you before I got up, the only thing I'm upset about, Bill, is this is only 45 minutes long. I could talk real estate and video forever, but you're on the East Coast. So it's a little, it's a little earlier for me now. You've, yeah. you've moved. And we right. went from San Diego to Phoenix to Tampa. So we don't really know cold. We've never. No, you don't. We don't know cold. I'm not going to even try to tell you it got to be 30 the other day or whatever. You might just laugh at me. So let me let me wrap up with the same question I ask every guest on the podcast. And, and it's just a simple question. But if you had one piece of advice uh, to give to an agent just getting started in the business, what would it be? Um, do not get bogged down with it's always been done this way. I think the new agent has such an advantage 
over the traditional agent. We get bogged down in tradition or systems. <clears throat> there is no reason a new agent should ever, ever touch a piece of paper. There's no reason. You're gonna be paperless four years from now. Every agent will be paperless four or five years from now. So don't get bogged in. This is the way we sign listing contracts. We do it on paper. We, you know, we, we do it in carbon copy. Don't get bogged down with, this is the way you do an open house, or this is the way you market online, or this is the way, none of it, none of that, none of that. Don't, do, don't, let, don't let the industry uh, dictate what the consumer wants. And I guarantee you, an, a new agent has a better idea of what a consumer wants because they are a consumer than we get inside baseball. We get surrounded by a bunch of people in our own industry and we forget what it's actually like to be a buyer or a seller. And so I think new agents, whether you're young or old, find, find a progressive-minded brokerage that's that that's that comes down culture wise that that believes we are heading into the best of times start there and do not get bogged down with this is the way we do the industry this is the way you market this is the way you hold an open house this is the way you deliver flyers don't do that and um i think i think the moment i realized that people were saying i don't think that's going to work michael i think maybe i was onto something you know doing something a little bit different because i'll go back to the beginning when I was in this business in 1993, I had three options, cold calling, door knocking, open houses. And now it's endless the ways that you can become larger than the real estate transaction. You can have a podcast. You can have a web show. You can be the social mayor of your community. You can kill it on Instagram. You could kill it on YouTube. You could do traditional geographical farming. You could do buyer seminars, that old traditional buyer seminar that still works. There's no reason why you can't do that online and people take that buyer seminar in their pajamas at home and you mastermind with a great you know, a great title person and a, a mortgage person. You can do that all online. You can have a little show every quarter where you teach buyers. It's endless now. And so um, just just really, I think I think that's what a new agent needs to do. A new agent needs to, and, and especially in the social world, and I'm rambling on Bill, get online and find somebody who's doing something that you that resonates with you. You know, the idea that you can pick up the phone and 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 call Ann Jones and ask her exactly what she's doing and she will tell you. Like the, the amount of sharing that happens in her industry is so under-celebrated. The, the, um, the, um, the amount of amazing agents that will tell you what their playbook is like. I mean, Dave Falkware, my, you know, my co-host on Mobile Agents TV, he helps people in his own marketplace deliver the best listing presentation in, 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 in the industry. He puts them in a room and he teaches his competition how to do it. There's so many amazing sharing agents nowadays that, find, you know, get online, find out someone's doing something creative and just ask them. I've never had anyone say no to coming on mobile agent TV ever, ever. They always, they, yes, unless there's a conflict of, of scheduling. Um, and so, yeah, just don't do, just, just don't do it because it's been done that way. I, I, that was a long, long winded answer, but I'm so <laughs> passionate. I'm so passionate about that idea that um, you can do it any way you want. There's no right or wrong. And Michael, I'm just guessing that if someone listening to this podcast wants to reach out to you, they're welcome to. Absolutely. I make a promise before every single time I speak, and I've spoken 
all over the place. I say, I will answer every single one of your questions, whether it's in person or a week later or a year later. If there's anything I could ever do for anyone in this industry that has been so phenomenal to me, I've met so many amazing people and it's been so rewarding professionally and personally. Uh, if there's anything I could ever give back to this industry, I would do that. If, if anyone wants to reach out, I'm not hard to find. Awesome. Michael, thank you so much for taking a time out of a, a really, you know, if you're right in the middle of your dinner hour. I really appreciate it. Uh, and, and I can't wait to see what's going next with you with live streaming. I know it's going to be a lot of fun. In fact, we, I, uh, we have a, we have a we have a big announcement coming here, Bill, in the next. Uh, I'll tease that in the next month and a half. We've got a very cool uh, announcement to make that will be awesome for our industry as a whole. And uh, and so I'll, I'll I'll send it off to you and maybe you can update your uh, your listeners at the time or update the uh, the show notes down below. But it's going to be fun. We're putting the final little touches on it right now. Awesome. Thanks again, Michael. Really appreciate your time. Thanks, Bill. I appreciate it.